Welcome to the Give to Profit podcast, the podcast that inspires business owners, entrepreneurs and leaders to turn their business into a profitable force for good. During our bi-weekly episodes, you'll hear how founders and leaders put charitable giving and social impact at the heart of their business and the many benefits that come from doing this. We also interview leaders of causes, charities and agencies who are leading the way in how they partner with micro and SME businesses. You can find full show notes for today's show and join our membership community at givetoprofit.com. This is where you can also sign up to receive regular tips and updates about events worth checking out, including the Give to Profit Business for Good conference we're hosting in Edinburgh in April 2019. So now here's your host, TEDx speaker, author and business mentor, Alison McKenzie. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Give to Profit podcast show. This is your host, Alison McKenzie. And as always, I'm delighted to be here again with you today. Thanks for tuning in. And one of the things that I see, or one of the reasons that I see business as a force for good really picking up a pace is the advances in technology and increasing number of software solutions and apps that really enable us as business owners and consumers to give better and have ways in which that we can actually keep track of what we're doing and ways in which we can connect with the different causes that we want to actually support as well. So today I'm delighted to be interviewing Iskren Kulev, who is the founder of one of these software companies, a social network called Kindlink. And Kindlink connects businesses with charities so that each party can clearly see the good that they're doing in the world and can easily share this with others. I was introduced to Iskren by a colleague who is one of Kindlink's business partners and was really impressed when I got a demo of the software and I really just wanted to share what they are doing with you in case this could be a benefit. So today we're actually going to be talking about the broader topic though of technology making it easier to share your impact. So welcome Iskren, it's great to have you here on the show. Thank you Alison, it's great to be here. Thank you for hosting me. Oh, my, my pleasure. And so I always like to type, start these shows off by asking my guests how you have come to be doing what you're doing today. My story is rather simple. Um, and I was lucky enough that um, a few years back while I was doing uh, um, my master's in university, I discovered that what I want to do is help people, um, which is a rather uh, simple thing to, 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 go, to go from. Uh, after I found this about myself, uh, it was, uh, I continued my journey into the commercial world. Uh, I, started, I was working at this point into online payments and financial services. Um, and after that, I moved to London, uh, continued my career, and I was given the opportunities two years down the line to... Um, to, to start working for charities. Um, at some point, I, I, I wanted to move out of corporate. I wanted to utilize everything I knew about the corporate world as well as the financial services and payment processing to utilize it in a way that's going to help charities um, because th that's very much synchronized with my, uh, with my purpose that I discovered some years back. Um, after this, uh, it was pretty straightforward. I took the charity sector as uh, a place where I want to develop. I, I started looking for what the issues are in the sector. Um, and as uh, many of you might know, transparency is um, the biggest uh, issue in that sector, uh, with 70% of people saying they will donate more should they know what happens with their donation. 
Um, and that struck me as a, as a very, very big percentage and a very big opportunity that uh, if we are able to make this change, if we're able to, make, uh, to solve for this problem, we'll drastically increase donations to charities um, and accordingly the help to beneficiaries. Um, coming from financial services, the obvious thing for me was to um, build a system that processes the payments, but also tracks the donation from the donor through the project in the charity to the end beneficiary, essentially uh, showing the donors what happens with their donation. Um, and that's how it all started. The idea came, I met some friends uh, who work uh, at the charity sector, now currently I'm my co-founder. Um, and then I... Um, I found another co-founder from the tech sector and then uh, we formed a great team and beginning of 16 we started building what is now Kindlink. That's fantastic and you know it's interesting isn't it from a simple idea about you know wanting well and desire to help people and realizing that more people would donate if they knew where their money was going and it's just because of your experience you've been able to create software based on a process you know a series of systems that it, it, just as you summed up shows yeah. that shows people where their money goes so yeah, absolutely fantastic. the idea is very simple uh, but as you can imagine execution it wasn't as easy um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm, i i i do i do know technology although i'm not i'm not a technical person i do know technology pretty well um one of the things i saw pretty straightforward after we started building it is that uh, no technology exists uh, custom built for the non-profit sector um so you've very well formulated a series of technologies and platforms um, now build Kindlink. Um, firstly, our charity software, which is completely free of charge. And um, it, it's not only a donation tracking system, it's a CRM database and other things, um, um, amongst other things. And then we moved into the business software, which we'll, we'll talk more about. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, I do. I'm full of admiration for any of these people that can take ideas into some any kind of software te or technology solution. I have lots of ideas, but the whole idea of trying to make it turn it into reality puts me off. <laughs> um, and I think one of the things, you know, when I was just sort of getting a bit of background information on you, I think one thing that was really, really interesting was the quote that you share on LinkedIn, um, which really just sparked my interest and curiosity a bit which is success like happiness cannot be pursued it must ensue and can and it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself and that's Victor E. Frankel who is a holocaust survivor and author of the book um, Man's Search for Meaning which I remember reading before I went and started doing humanitarian work in Rwanda. I mean I assume that that's one of your favourite quotes. Um, what, what is it that you know what is it that appeals about that? Uh, it's a that's a very good question and it's a really story. I still get goosebumps while you're reading it. Mm. Um, this is a quote I found much, much more before I even started thinking around or found my purpose, which I mentioned. This was, I think I found it seven or 10 years ago. Um, and then when I read it, this resonated just extremely strong with me. Um, and I kept on rereading it and rereading it. And it, it, it's almost like this, these, li these sim relatively simple words formulated where I'm going to go forward from there. Um, it, it, and then I, came, I come back to it every, every now and then, and I realize how much th there is something new I discover about it, how well it's formulated. Mm. I, 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 I discover 
discovered the quote and maybe a couple of years later when I read um, Main Search for Meaning uh, from Franco. Um, absolutely adore the book. Um, and I recommend anybody who, uh, who is interested in um, self-development and ego and history as well um, to read it and see, see, see uh, the, the red of, uh, of Franco on, on, on humanity and, and how humans develop themselves and, and how they are. Um, it's a fascinating book, but uh, it still is my, my favorite quote. Um, and what resonates mostly uh, in this quote with me is, um, it's not about you. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's about others. And, and at, at some point of time, pe- people like Franco and, and, and hopefully many more around the world realize this. Um, and I just love how simple he's put it into, into a two line, um, not even a sentence, uh, just two lines saying, this is, this is what our purpose of life is. Um, and and, and I, it talks about happiness, which can be an abstract, um, abstract word and can be interpreted in many ways. But uh, this, I, I see this is the pure happiness, is the one that you are dedicated to someone else. And when you develop yourself through uh, to serve the others, that's when, you, th- that's when you grow, that's when you achieve, if you want to call it happiness, and uh, uh, achieve a high level of yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's it's funny because I, I spent a number of years teaching a lot around happiness and I think of it as what, what we're talking about here is that deep level of contentment and satisfaction mm-hmm. rather than the fleeting emotion of happiness that yeah. can come. You know, it's, it's, it's very much that deeper connection to ourselves and our purpose and yes. the way in which we connect and contribute to humanity and the planet. Yeah. So from your respect, from your perspective, moving into the business side of things, why do you feel it's important for businesses to be supporting causes? This is a very good question, especially nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Since you follow, everybody follows the news and, and, and we see what's happening around the world. Um, I think businesses are, um, uh, not I think, they are the biggest driver of, of our, um, of humanity and, and of, uh, of our economy going forward accordingly as such um they are they, they are they're living organism they develop themselves they grow um they die they um evolve all of this is very much like a a, a, a real life organism which has its own cultures and values mm-hmm. um and the business the the the, the, the business of giving of business is giving um um, the charitable activities they do, the causes they support is essentially what represents businesses' values. And this is what the founders stand for, but hopefully also what the team of a business stands for. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think uh, businesses are, uh, 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 charitable giving in businesses is, is key uh, for every business to represent what they stand for, what, they, uh, what their employees stand for, what their customers and investors um, stand for in terms of human values, because um, the same way you, you and I and, and other people realize around the world that it is, following on Franco's quote, um, it is a dedication to a greater cause, uh, not, not to oneself. Um, this is what businesses need to realize as well. They are not there only to serve the shareholder. They're there to make their employees' life great. They're, 
there to make their customers' life great, um, uh, their suppliers. I mean, you have you have a business touches so many people, and it's always the human connection um, that that defines that business. So I believe that um, when a business starts. Um, it's not only charitable giving, it's caring about the environment. It's, uh, it's, it's pursuing something more <laughs> than, mm-hmm. uh, than, than satisfying the shareholders and understanding how this actually can influence uh, even a better performance or a, even much more healthy environment within the business. That's what's the core uh, of uh, and the reasoning of the charitable giving for a business. Yeah, definitely. Because there is a massive difference, isn't there, between, you know, there's, it, they can help, it can help us identify or, or put into action, if you like, what, what we do stand for as business owners. Um, but what we're also talking about is moving into action, isn't it? So yeah. moving from, from just our values and actually having them in action and taking committed action. And that's where when we actually support causes, we can make that um shift start to happen and what's lovely now is the research that shows that while you know traditionally businesses were all about or or certainly the larger ones were were all about um satisfying you know the demands of of shareholders but now actually even investors are looking for you know businesses that do good as well which is you know a massive shift absolutely correct yes now which Um, is really good this is, um, I'm really, really happy to see this drive over the last maybe about 12 months. Uh, it has been all over the news uh, from the big private equity and investment mm-hmm. firms uh, across the US and Europe, um, how they have had a serious push, not, not anymore, just um, you should be doing this. This is now in our, uh, in our articles. It stands on the legal ground. This is how we conduct business from now on. Yes. Um, which which speaks a lot about um, you as a company w- would like to attract a, a big investor or a, or a sizable investment. You will have to meet certain criteria. You will be asked about for your charitable work. And if you don't have it, you will probably not qualify. Uh, and that is, that is very important. And, and um, BlackRock CEO, who, who, is, who is now in, um, who is one of probably the biggest influencers influencers driving this change uh, was absolutely strict about uh, impact reporting and social change sustainability of those businesses um, and how they conduct businesses. And, and, and when uh, the biggest uh, investment firm in the world sits down and says, our companies need to start this, are doing this, um, it, it makes a difference. Or, or at least we hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it does. I think I, th- I, I think that letter that Professor Fink sent out from BlackRock earlier on this year was just incredible in terms of that call to action of all investment companies. And um, and I think for some of our listeners who are maybe the smaller businesses, you know, who might be thinking, oh, maybe this doesn't apply to me. It certainly does if you are looking to do business with, you know, to get any kind of yeah. training contract, coaching contract, with um, public sector, corporates, that kind of thing. Because I know I have, I was very, in the first few years of my business, it was so rare that anybody ever asked me anything about my experience, let alone my values. Um, But I know, I I know that certainly when you're looking for public, you know, when you're, when you're putting pitches in, you know, for contracts with the public sector, you have to be talking about these things now or you just yeah. don't get the business. Uh, so there's absolutely. been a massive it's, it's, shift. It's mandated. Yeah. So for, I, I'm, I've, I have, um, I've come across quite a few contracts from the public sector um, and they are all mandated. You cannot not 
have yeah. um, such uh, such program um, and being big big or small businesses they don't, they don't care I've had a, a few contracts as well where they uh, in the private sector um, as as we apply for supplier contracts um, such policies and uh, are required um, to mm -hmm. be implemented in the business so um, I'm I'm enjoying very much the shift but there is another paradigm of of uh, of, of small businesses and micro businesses doing um, doing charitable giving and, and, and community support. Um, on one side, yes, you want to win contract and influences your business. Um, but on the other side, you are not, um, you're a one, two people business. Um, and you still have to drive your employees to, to retain them because especially when you're a small business, the risk is higher um, and your employees would like, I mean, they enjoy the environment, but they, they also want to feel part of, of a team. And this is an amazing way to, to make um, your employees feel as part, part, part of a family, part, part, of the co part of the causes that you support because you share the values. Uh, and it, it might be through a one day, day going out and volunteer for the local community. It might be because you do a fundraising marathon together. Whatever it is, it might be, um, it really helps uh, employees see that you care as, as an employer. Mm -hmm. um, and on the other side, and I think this is where the biggest impact for small businesses is, is your customers seeing it. And I'm not talking about the big corporate who is going to require a big contract, uh, a, a big CSR, I mean, CSR policy written down and signed. It's about the little coffee shop, um, which can say to the local uh, people who shop from there that they have supported the local charity and, and they have a direct relationship. This is, it's usually a small community of a, a few thousand people um, and they know each other. Um, and and you, you, your clients probably will know the local hospice, for example, um, and have some kind of relationship and, and association with it. Um, so the ability to demonstrate the fact what you're doing with, um, with charitable causes, even if it's not, it's not a massive thing as a, as a small business, um, is, I think is essential to make um, to, to make it a success. Uh, and it's not just a, a narrative for a, like some bigger companies call it greenwashing. It, 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 is, it is the core of your values um, that, that you should demonstrate. Yeah, definitely. So I wonder if it is worth jumping right in now, if you could explain a little bit more about what KindLink do from, from a small business perspective. So, you know, how it could be of, how, how it helps small businesses to pick causes, to process, to demonstrate the impact, all that piece. Yes. Um, KindLink does three things. Um, KindLink organize, first and foremost, connects the business with the charities and the causes they want to support. So on one side, we have a technology which for, for small and uh, large size businesses, um, which um, allows the business to organize the events, the causes, the fundraising, whatever the business does uh, for local communities or even um, for, for sustainability by cleaning um, the local park. It, it, the business can record those on the platform and connect with the local volunteering organization or community. That connection is very important because it allows us later on, as the charity uses our free software, which I mentioned briefly, to report back to the business, to give information around how the donation um, or, or voluntary contribution um, of that business has been used for charitable purposes. So it doesn't stop from... Uh, it doesn't stop with the business gives 100 pounds or gives goals volunteer for a day. After that, it is an established connection between that business and the charity where the charity starts reporting back on an ongoing basis 
telling the business, this is what we did, this is how we executed the, the project you supported. So this is the transparency bit of kinding, which is so, so important for us. Um, and this is one of the things. The other thing is that the, pro, the business profile um, that, that is operated by, uh, by the, the micro business is externally available. Essentially, any business can run their campaigns and as they run them, they are visible to their customers, employees, stakeholders, investors, suppliers. Everybody can access this and see what, you're, what causes you're supporting, see how much you've donated, how many hours you've done for the local community. And that is even strengthened by those charity impact updates which I mentioned. So they are all into one profile, externally available. And as we are on the point of technology, the platform is integrated with existing social networks, allowing if you're a marketing person or you sit down as a, as a, as a micro business owner, you sit down and with a click of a button, you share the most recent campaign on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, you can share the most uh, recent impact posts or something your employees have posted on, on your Kindling profile. It very much works like a social network because people, are very used to it, um, but it also integrates with the rest of the social networks so that it makes the impact visible to clients and everybody else. And the third very more important point is uh, managing and inspiring your team. So each of your team members have their own space to participate, to post updates, to see them, see, filter the initiatives um, that you're running, essentially organizing the team uh, and giving a digital environment for the team to run um, their community uh, causes and charitable gain. Fantastic. And just a couple of questions, just to just so everybody's clear on this: is it is it charities? Uh, is it social causes as well as charities, or is it just registered charities? Very good question. It is any non-profit organisation. Okay. And is that just UK based, or is it also overseas? No, nope, overseas as well. We do have quite a few charities across Europe, in the US and Canada. We have a business customer in US as well. So pretty much applies for all over the world. That's fantastic. And one thing I know I you often get asked, so I'm going to ask this as well, um, is what, what's the fee structure like then? So what happens to, you know, what quite often when people are saying, well, I'm raising money for charity and they're, they're conscious about, you know, where, where does the money come off? And it's not saying, I mean, we, I think I, I'm, a, I'm a great advocate that we have to pay, <laughs> you know, pay, pay for the process and pay for software and things. So, but it's just understanding how it works in terms of for all the donations that are made, what goes to the causes first and yeah. how, how, what's the business model around you getting money? You know, this is a very, very important point um, because you're absolutely right. Um, we do, we would do have costs that we uh, yeah. need to cover and develop further. Um, the business model, however, is what we are also unique with. There are other platforms uh, primarily around um, managing uh, large corporations um, around um, uh, corporate responsibility and business giving. Um, however, all of them charge on a transaction basis. Um, and if not all of them, most of them. Um, what Kindlink is unique with is that we charge on a monthly basis or annual basis, if you want to call it, um, allowing us to pass 100% of the donations that go through us to the charity. And this is very, very important. This is one of our um, unique points. Uh, we do not want to take at any point any money coming from the donor or from the charity. Um, hence, we charge on a monthly basis, on an annual basis, based on the company's size. So the bigger the company, um, the 
the bigger the uh, the monthly subscription. And this is uh, available on our website. We are completely transparent about our pricing. Any business can go in and, and check that one out. Very, very recently, about a month or so ago, um, we launched our freemium model, which allows the small, the very micro small businesses with limited campaigns, um, those businesses that are doing good and we, we know that they have their campaigns. However, it's not to the extent that they need to manage employees or particular impact reporting, but still want to showcase it. Um, we did launch a freemium model. So at this point, any business can uh, sign up, um, use the freemium uh, with some, some limitations, but still demonstrate the impact, uh, organize volunteering and fundraising events. It's still available basically for free uh, until they grow to the levels they, uh, they have to pay. All right, fantastic. That's great. And I mean, kind of like yourselves. I mean, you're, you're a social enterprise. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, gosh, uh, you know, what I love is just the way that you've got, you, you know, you can hear it in the way you speak. You know, there's the values is just oozing out into all the different aspects of your business. And it really does feel like you're just trying to make it easy for what you said right at the start to help people make, you know, donate more money and know where, where you know, where, where that money is going. Yeah. Um, and time and time. Cause I think that was one of the things I really liked when I saw the software was that you were able, you know, it wasn't just about this is, you know, my financial donations. It was, this is how I'm using my time and the information that we could then see about what, what I'm doing. It, that, that is correct. And over this, the, the last summer in 2018, we also realized that what Kindling very easily does is, um, is collect information about the sustainability development goals as well. Um, so if you go to our website and visit our business page, you will, you will also see a section talking about the SDGs or the European, uh, so the uh, United Nations Sustainability Development Goals. So these are um, what was, were determined um, and they're around sustainability, community development. So it's not only um, your time or money. You can donate um, office space if you want, uh, mm -hmm. old furniture. Um, if you want, you can record how, how much water you're saving, the kilowatt hours of energy that you're saving. So through Kindlink, we can, um, a business can easily track even those stuff. So an initiative towards the community is great, but then you have other initiatives like we are, recycling paper for instance um, so that also matters and the more you record the more you're able to showcase your future employees as well as your current ones the, the, the things you care about um, and as a social enterprise you mentioned we're a social enterprise and this is something quite embedded um, into what we do like the company wasn't started as a company it started as a project to help the non-profit <laughs> sector um and to a large extent um that's what we still do um half of our work is to provide now more than 700 charities in the uk with completely free of charge software to run their operations so that is is, um, that is a charitable section on our website. There, um, we showcase how we give uh, CRM donor database, beneficiaries database, project management, volunteering management, gift aid reporting, online fundraising, all built into a one system, given out completely free of charge, which some of charities know they have to pay thousand pounds of. Mm -hmm. We not only don't charge, we aim to improve the system on an ongoing basis and add even, even more features so that it becomes more accessible by um, by more charities. And we have our own foundation, our own charity 
which manages that project. We actually have two organizations to be very clear and distinguished that um, this is completely non-profit proposition for us and we will always want to provide an, a, a great software for non-profits because they need it to be more efficient and transparent uh, in order to, to, to do the great work that they're doing. Yeah, so if I've understood that right, you've got the social enterprise piece that generates the income and then you've got a separate charity that, yeah. that provides the charitable support. That's correct, yes. So KindLink Foundation is a officially registered charity. If you go to kindlink.org, you can see all the, um, all the features and uh, everything that sits under our charity, which is the charity software, the corporate grant management, the payroll giving, uh, all in one place. Yeah, fantastic. Brilliant. And so what, I mean, talking about the future, you know, we've talked a lot about things that have been changing recently. What future do you see for how technology will continue to contribute to the evolution of business giving? Um, so we've been into the sector for more than three years now. And when we started out, there was barely almost any company. Over the last year, year and a half, I'm I'm really, really happy to see a pickup in our competition because this tells us not only there is a market, but there is a, a drive for from businesses and organizations to be more um, engaged with the charitable sector. So um, the fact we are seeing more and more and more companies similar like ours, it's a great sign that mm -hmm. um, technology and the sector as, as it is, uh, is picking up. Um, and this is very important. It's important because all the, the more businesses realize the power of technology that it can has on their bottom line. And I'll give you a straight, two straight examples. The, your ability as a business to retain your employees for longer affects immediately your bottom line. Your ability to inspire and showcase to your customers that you are a good company creates your customer loyalty and more sales. Another thing that affects immediately your bottom line. So these are two things that they're, they're not vague and corporate responsibility and charitable you have, have always been praised for the best uh, tool to do those two things when it comes to your customers and employees. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the, the, the so far we have mostly seen larger corporates, mid-sized to a larger corporates having corporate responsibility, charitable giving programs, sustainability programs. What I want to see with, uh, with Kindling being now free to the, to the micro businesses um, is more and more businesses picking it up uh, and simply doing more and showcasing the, th the great things that they are already doing. We have many customers who are in the mid-tier size, around 100, 200 employees, which are doing much more than the larger enterprises. Um, they, just have to, um, they just have to organize it properly and, and, and learn how to manage it and showcase it. And until today, to be honest, it's very few, uh, te te very, very little technology exists to do that. And I'm hoping this is where uh, very much <laughs> 10 years, 20 years ago when the Facebook and LinkedIn revolution came along of social platforms, this is where KindLink is headed towards the social network for the nonprofit sector. That's that's fantastic. And actually, what you're what you're actually saying is you're you're a social network, not just for the non-profit sector, but for any for any business or 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 you know ch to also do good. Yes. So it's, it's actually for both. And you know what is just so encouraging to to hear there is um, I'm, there's a number of things even since the last time actually that we spoke. 
because one of the things that I'm doing more and more while, while I guess I started, I got into this world of helping businesses grow their business by supporting charities and social causes. And that was what my, my, my gift to profit book was all about. But actually what I'm, you know, in terms of work that I'm doing more and more of, it's actually working with the micro and SME businesses to help them get clarity on, well, what does your business stand for? What positive social impact do you want to have? How do you want to align that to the global goals? What is the impact from a charitable giving, but also all the different aspects you've mentioned in terms of the environmental side of things as well, and how can we report it? And that's what I'm excited about when I hear what you guys are doing um, and why I'm keen to just continue to watch how that all unfolds, because there is no... I mean, there are so many different ways to measure um, impact. There's so many different tools and so many of them will tell you they're the best. But I think for each of us in a business, and particularly for the micro and SME businesses, it's about choosing the one that fits best for us to be able to tell our story in a way that is easy. And I think that's what your software does really well is it makes it easy to connect, easier to connect with charities, to monitor, you know, the impact of the good, but also to be able to share that story. And for some small businesses, that's all they need to do around measurement and impact. Yep. You know, we don't have the same um, rigorous um, standards that need to be applied in, you know, to causes. Now, of course, as a business, we've got to be transparent and we've got to be honest in it about what we're doing. But, um, you know, for some people, it's not worth investing the time on all the data and collating all the data. Yeah. You know, telling the stories is, is a good way of incorporating it into our brands. Absolutely. And, and this is where I see most of the value for the micro businesses in their ability to demonstrate to customers mm -hmm. what, what they're doing. I fully agree with you. It's not a, when it comes to micro businesses, impact is great. Employee engagement is great. But these are not the core um, of, of a coffee shop. The coffee shop needs to connect with the community. It needs to be likable, if you want to call it like this. Um, and, and it needs to represent what, what they stand for and what they do. And this is, this is the showcasing side. This is the ability to, to demonstrate um, rather than you have two employees, but they might be part-time, they might have another job. It's, it's different dynamics. While at the, at the very beginning, when, when Kindling started um, going into businesses in 2017, um, we targeted reasonably so bigger organizations because uh, it is a nightmare to manage impact data and engage your employees. Uh, um, mm -hmm. Digital tools for engaging employees with CSR basically didn't exist back then. Um, so it, it, was, it was something very new, which large organizations absolutely absolutely jumped on it because there was like it's gonna save me time it, it saves me on fundraising it, it engages my staff which increases retention it's an obvious thing to do but now the, the we are seeing and I'm hopefully hopefully seeing more and more um, within the SME market to see exactly the same shift where the value it's different and it should not be the same value as a, as a big organizations because this micro business has a different need and the need is attract more customers and be a good business because that drives more business from you. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, and so, I mean, if I can come back to you personally, how would you say setting up Kindlink has changed you? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh my, there, um, my last uh, my three years that we've been doing this, um, it's been a roller coaster. It has <laughs> changed me to the extent I've never believed I can change. Um, it's um, it's given me it, it has 
it has given me the path to follow my purpose. It's probably the cleanest kind of way to formulate this. Um, I've grown up, which um, I like to say that I'm still a child, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I did grow up in, in many, many ways. Um, I learned a lot of things I don't know uh, about if you want to start with the simplest things from how to formulate product specifications through how to work with a team. Um, and to me, it's a very personal question, to be honest. I can only answer it from personal perspective. Um, to me, it's, it's showed me which, who, who is behind, who, who is my real friend and who, and, and, and it's, it's very, very much collected all the, all the great people that I, I knew uh, and, and, and it became, it, I, I felt like my team, the, my family, we've, we've all become closer. It's, it's yeah, changed lovely. a lot. The dynamics I've, I've had with, uh, with my colleagues, with my, uh, with my co-founders, with my investors, with, um, with my family, it has changed completely the, the way I, the way I live, if you want on a daily basis, um, on one side, because it's hard. Yeah startup mm -hmm. life is hard and that's how it's supposed to be um but on the other side is because that that's what um that's what it's about when when you when you pursue <laughs> when you pursue something that's greater than ourselves and then you gather uh, the people that remain around you are the ones that really matter and uh, it, it's probably made me much happier than i used to be <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i can just hear the joy oozing out of you as you're speaking you know, when you're talking about that, it's, 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 it's really, really, it's, it's lovely to hear. So what's the best way for people to check out KindLink and to connect with you? Um, we've tried to put everything that you need to know about KindLink on our website. Um, so I, I usually do see all the emails. So for whatever reason, people want to connect either to partner um, or to see how we can help with um, their charitable giving or sustainability or measurement and uh, impact demonstration um, on kindling.com. Uh, all the information is available there. There is a contact form for, for websites. So I'm more than happy everybody to come to, to come around. I'll pick up the phone myself. I usually speak. speak I like to speak with the most of our customers just, just because it's, um, um, it's, it's when, when we make a difference, I, I, I always, um, when we when we talk internally, my my co-founder uh, Adriano, he uh, it's fascinating to watch him when he speaks with with one of our non-profit organizations that we support. Is because we, we've we've given them something they've always wanted, um, uh, something that helps their life, and he always exits one of those um, uh, trainings or interviews with with a big smile. It's like, <laughs> and I go like, oh, happy charity. It's like, yep. <laughs> and then um, it's basically the same for me. I'm. Um, I enjoy absolutely talking to everyone that that want to want to hear how they can make a change, making uh, make their change visible uh, and their impact visible. So yeah, um, please do, do get in touch if you if any further questions or ideas how we can work together. I'm more than open. Fantastic. And if there was one last thing you'd like to share with our listeners, what would it be? Um. I know that your, um, our listeners would probably be mostly within the micro and SME businesses. Um, I would encourage them to not, not to believe me and to go and read the most recent articles around how charitable giving drives business forward. Uh, I think I very recently read an article um, 
um, unfortunately can't call the source right now, about 67% of businesses, micro businesses that have uh, charitable giving programs in some form or way perform better um, in their bottom line. So that, is a, that should be a very strong driver for everybody to find out how they can, um, they can elevate their, pro, their giving program and make it happen. So that, that would be my, uh, that would be my five cents for, for everybody listening. Fantastic. Just don't believe a word I've said, just go and check it out yourself. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, that's, you know, what I've really enjoyed um, about speaking to you today. It, it's just the authenticity behind everything you're, you're saying, you know, and just the way that you are transparent and just saying, well, this is where we are. This is what we were thinking. And this is where we're going. Um, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you. Thank you so much. Um, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, my absolute pleasure. And I'm sure our listeners will have enjoyed their conversation too. So thanks very much for you for being here. And thanks to everybody for tuning into the episode. Remember to check out givetoprofit.com or alison.com for the full show notes, plus details of how you can connect to both of us. And if you'd like to learn how to raise funds for these um, campaigns that you might be putting through on KindLink, um, in a way that is ethical, effective and complies with the cause marketing legislation that we have in the UK, then please do check out the Gift Profit community, which is actually a global community of socially conscious business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders who want their business to be a positive force for good. And you can find out more about that in the show notes or check out givetoprofit.com. So until next time, remember, business is a great opportunity to be kind and what you do next matters. Thanks for tuning in to the Give to Profit podcast. You can find full show notes for today's show at givetoprofit.com. This is where you can also check out the Give to Profit membership community, a special place where you can connect with Alison and other like-minded business owners and entrepreneurs and learn how to turn your business into a profitable force for good in ways that are joyful, effective and legal. It's also the place where you can find out about our future events, including the Give to Profit Business for Good conference in April 2019. And if you don't already have a copy of Alison's best-selling book, Give to Profit, How to Grow Your Business by Supporting Charities and Social Causes, you can get a copy of it on Amazon around the world.